0: I listen to the black guy who tips podcast because ugh, rod and karen are hot
1: hey welcome to another episode of the black out Test podcast i'm your host rod joined as always by my co-host karen and we are live on a sunday night ready to do some podcasting the hornets are playing right now so Ooh. this episode won't be too long because i want to see the end of the game um no,
2: <laughs> no go, go, ahead. I go ahead with the intro.
1: Uh, but yeah, you can find us anywhere you get podcasts. The official weapon of the show is
2: the taser
1: and uh unofficial sport
2: bullet ball a
1: bullet ball extreme. what were you gonna say?
2: Oh, I was gonna go ahead and let you uh. Uh, uh do the uh uh intro oh uh, you bought up the the hornets now i now now uh uh this is the uh mm-hmm. the carrying uh, nba corner update uh-huh. uh because uh, you had bought up the hornets and uh, we, i was watching the game i think it was last night or night before last night i know we ain't good but them niggas was bowling the other night them niggas scored 51 points in like a quarter. That was that they broke a fr- uh, 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 the Charlotte of Hornets franchise record. You should see me here by myself talking like, about goddamn let's go. Everybody was giving them the video, they was doing the offensive rebounds, they were doing the defensive rebounds. The niggas was blocking, I don't know what happened, but that but 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 me and your mama had went to the game the night before. Them niggas was playing like we don't know what we is. They got their, they got on the plane and got their energy. And went out there and showed their asses in front of another crowd. And I was like, go ahead, show them your ass and play ball. I was in here having my mother, having my motherfucking life watching them win that game.
1: Yeah, and it wasn't just any team. It was the Milwaukee Bucks. And they held Giannis to nine points, which is unheard of. Like, they were up so much. Giannis didn't even get in in the fourth quarter. Like, the coach was just like, it's no point in even you coming back out here. And they did that without Kelly Oubre, Gordon Hayward. Of course, Miles Bridges is out for the season uh, for that domestic violence stuff. So, like, they did that shit with, like, basically it was just Melo and Terry scoring a lot of the points. But then just everybody was fucking balling. And, you know, that's what I that's what I was saying about the NBA this year. You no, know, so if you're not an NBA fan, I get it. But, you know, for those of us that are, this is, yeah, this to is me, the
2: yeah.
1: this is, well, I'm, I'm not, this. no, I'm not apologizing for talking about on the show. Fuck them. Um, I'm saying, I'm saying uh this is the best the NBA has ever been in my life. Like, I've never seen the league this talented. And I know people are trying to come up with excuses, but honestly, their excuses are bullshit because they're trying to act like, well, because too many players are good, somehow that lessens what it is to be good and i'm like Mm. no this is the evolution now if you think to quote unquote balance it out we need to change the game somehow which i think is weird to want to change it but if you think we need to change something right now i'd be interested to see what it is because i think the only thing left to change is to make the court bigger because these motherfuckers are not cheating like they are hitting these threes this isn't like a couple of years back where James Harden and Trey Young were artificially inflating their scores by just cheesing the foul calls and and getting right, extra free throws right. and slowing mm-hmm. the game down and the shit wasn't fun to watch and it was all just this like some of the
2: fastest paced games we we've, we've had like the like the speed of the game actually has sped up a lot.
1: Yeah, and not and not just that but the talent distribution. It's just teams at the bottom have players now.
2: Mm-hmm. It just
1: used it just didn't didn't used to be that way. It used to be like right. if you were Like, when the Bobcats were sorry, we just didn't have anyone on the roster worth a damn. And it was like, yeah, we're sorry. Now the Hornets are near the bottom of the league, and I still feel like uh, LaMelo is is an all-star potential player. He was hurt, but, like, we still have a puncher's chance against anybody if he gets hot on a night. And I think there's a lot of teams like that now when it just didn't used to be like that. So, yeah, I think that's what we're witnessing. And, like, everyone wants to discount it because... I don't know. It's like people not supposed to be this good at the same time, but it's like no, Luca's real, Joker's real, KD, that, Kevin Durant is still nine, killing.
2: Will bust your ass, and uh, ke- I'm, I'm like you. That's and and that's the joy of watching the games. And, and that's why I me mean, funny. That's that's the joy in the and people feel like they get their money's worth if you buy league pass. You are literally get your money. Yeah, it worth was now.
1: only a hundred dollars this year, so you really really got your money's worth. And then like, um like i said it's just to me it's just this is the best it's ever been i i've never seen no shit like this before um i many nights i'm just on league pass going to game to game and watching like the highlights and watching the like because almost all the games be either like close or um you know they just have something cool happening and yeah, I, I love the league right now. Maybe it'll change after the All-Star break when some of the better teams start tightening down to get ready for the playoffs. But right as of right now, it's like, I turn on the TV. I'm like, are the Detroit Pistons beating the Warriors? Uh, yes, they are, apparently. You know, um, you, shit, if you gamble on this shit right now, you'll lose all your money. I don't know what the fuck gonna happen every night.
2: Nobody, no, and nobody knows. And the, the thing is, I have really been um, just... Uh, enjoying watching basketball and enjoying watching uh, the Hornets play. Like I said, me and your mommy going to the game. And it's, and it's, win or lose, I just have a good time just watching them play. Because the thing is, I think a lot of people, like you said, they like the, uh, the NBA has been like other sports where you have your top dominant teams, which you're always mm-hmm. going to have. But the thing is, the talent, like you said, usually didn't be spread across the across the league. And you would have, like, certain teams and everybody would kind of float to those teams, which they kind of still are, but not as much as they used to. A lot of players like, look, this is where I am and I'm playing here a lot of my young too. So we're going to see as a lot of these players get older and as the pressure of you ain't won no ring yet starts falling upon them, we'll see a lot of this possibly change. But as of right now, the talent is scattered all across the league, you know. And like I said, I'm old, but I'm of the belief that you can be a great player and not win a ring. I know that goes against all the philosophy that's out there right now and all the 60 people. But there are a lot of great players that never won a ring. It does not mean they were not great players. It means they just didn't win a ring.
1: Um, and mm-hmm.
2: I'm OK with that. But, you know, the pressure is you if you don't win a ring, you a bum. And you're like, this do not make no sense. yeah that that's a whole
1: that's just a whole different thing that i don't we don't have time to get into today but yeah no 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 no, no, we
2: don't have to but but i just brought that
1: up yeah i know it's just a whole different thing is is uh that's that's about the ghost of michael jordan and people sucking his dick in perpetuity to to where we can't appreciate anything in front of our eyes you know so um all right let's uh get into the show
0: we got some coronavirus. Right. News. Look, here we go again. We got very variance. Really need to keep a mask on hand and follow the plan. Get the vaccine and second shots. Whether woman or the man, black guy who tips is doing their part, but the dummies expand. Niggas would rather believe a bunch of misinformation. Fuck y'all idiots, not getting shots. Now we gotta regress. If we keep going in this direction, we never can rest, never can get back to the last we be living the best. Damn fool, stop the lying, stop the intubation crying. Cause it's your fault that motherfuckers dying, huh. Damn fool, stop the the stopped the ventilator crying Cause it's your fault the motherfuckers dying I do not understand this shit I'm not a fan of this We were like one win from the pandemic championship But fuckers wanna leave it to game 7 With Giannis, Delta, Kumpo Blocking forward progression And Chris, middle fingers to your plans Man, damn huh. Looks like it's no, no true holiday, holiday for you with your man, man. i sick of black people dying for real So I'm just writing this new piece to let you know how I feel huh. Coronavirus yeah. Yeah fuck that COVID-19 is unseen it's creeping in the air for you to breathe yeah huh so fuck that COVID-19 is unseen it's creeping in the air for you to breathe
1: yeah coronavirus news um oh did, did um did you watch the my hero they dubbed it finally
2: A nigga yes it's been about two weeks and we still like two episodes and a brand new episode just popped up so now it's like three episodes behind yeah it seemed, get your shit i'm sorry get
3: your shit together
1: yeah it seemed like once a new episode pops up they put out the dub or the door in two weeks after but since they took a break it took like a month and some change for them to update that but yeah um glad you saw it anyway be, coronavirus news bears run out at beijing hospital as covid19 spreads so once again we uh fuck the numbers the hospitals
2: eh, don't lie (laughs) yeah
1: fuck well i don't know about don't lie we're not getting the numbers out of china we can't trust the numbers out of china and but uh uh, hospital beds being full anecdotally or whatever that's not a good sign Mm
4: -mm.
1: you know last time we had shit uh like that it was you know like it was america went through the through the no hospital beds period I, for a minute you know and now yep, that's that one of the reasons i'm still that's one of the reasons i'm still not shitting on america's response to it because at the end of the day when you look around like our shit still isn't as bad as it would have been <laughs> like like it's just like i, I like I'm, you look around at, at the places that just were like full tilt and the shit was worse for them and I and we were, and I don't think we handled it well, I just you know, especially when yeah. we had Trump in office, I don't think we handled it well at all, but still, I when you look at like China's pure like fuckery of like, yeah, fuck it, go ahead and go out there. Well, we didn't do that like that we definitely had a different approach than just zero to one hundred on this shit, and I just can't believe that throwing people in the wood chipper like
2: this, but that that's mm-hmm.
1: what they're doing.
2: And the only reason why America is not like that is because enough people said fuck Donald Trump. Mm Because trust, if people would have said we want Trump again, America would have been in the same motherfucking position.
1: Oh, yeah. China reopens borders to tourists after three years of COVID closure. So, because once again, they went all the way from like lockdown to just whatever and I think also they were looking really hypocritical when they were like how y'all gonna put restrictions on our people to travel and it's like y'all haven't let anyone travel to your country for three years
2: right y'all been on complete lockdown <laughs> so like so why would you think we would just let y'all people just travel on over here after you said just do what the fuck y'all want you, it wasn't a slow roll right it yeah. wasn't a you, y'all not pushing getting the vaccine or any of this y'all like fuck it everybody just go where you want to go and everybody's like uh-uh.
1: But it's also as they were complaining, they had not let people, they were not letting people travel to them, to China. Like that's, that's wild as fuck. So they had to drop it, really. Right. Last story Joe Rogan says his podcast was edited to remove a fake COVID vaccine tweet. Um,. So this is the thing, you know, Joe don't really do fact checks and shit. It's a lot of vibes. It's a lot of confirmation bias type shit. It's a lot of just having a discussion type of thing. And so he read a tweet on the air that was somebody talking about um, what well it said. I will never regret the vaccine, even if it turns out I inject actual poison and have only days to live. My heart and is was in the right place. Was and is in the right place, I guess. I got vaccinated out of love while anti-vaxxers did everything out of hate. If I have to die because of my love for the world, then so be it. But I will never regret or apologize for it. And so then Joe went on to be like, you know, I can't. I mean, they're saying people that got that don't get vaccinated, did it out of hate and they went on for this whole thing. And it turns out it was fake. So he said and, and who knows if if internally he was told that it was fake or if it was that's spotify job and
2: they was like Mm-mm, that's not true
1: <laughs> well i don't well you say that whose job is it at the joe rogan podcast
2: oh i don't think it was the joe rogan podcast right so
1: when i say internally i mean like within his podcast okay. world yeah. i okay. who okay, knows if it was an internal check of someone just coming to him or whatever or what i what i'm leaning towards is probably spotify at some point ha- leans into him like hey We got all this shit on our show, on our website about stopping COVID misinformation. We're paying you a lot of money. Don't do this. You know what I mean? Like, like, just take it out. So he said, I was informed last night that this tweet is fake. The show was already out. So we initially decided to post a notice saying we got tricked. Then later thought it was best to just delete it from the episode. My sincere apologies to everyone, especially the person who got hoaxed. But, yeah, it's just he, but I think this is also a confirmation bias, and we all suffer from this, by the way, like we do it's the same reason that when you know people on our side of the aisle read something that might not be true, but leans towards like um you know confirming our 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 like we you should get vaccinated stuff you know, we'll, we'll, we're easier to, to read it and, and, and not fact check it and go on the air and be like, yep. Or if it just makes us believe something is extremely negative about somebody we don't like. So if there was like a fake tweet going out there where it was like Donald Trump saying, you know, some, something he actually didn't say, I'm more likely to be like, yep, and go right on the air with the shit you know what it's the Andrew Tate pizza box thing where it's just that's the truth how many podcasts y'all don't listen to they ain't did no fact check they ain't come back and re- address it they just he got caught because that pizza box because they wanted to believe that so uh you know I think that's that's what happened to him in this uh circumstance and it just shows you his biases he's, he's uh mm-hmm. he's low-key kind of anti-vax with a lot of his opinions and 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 so of course he wanted to believe some anti-vax shit Mm -hmm. um all right so that's it with uh with that kind of news uh let's move into some other news um let's see let's do some um regular ass news okay (laughs) Oh, yeah, and I definitely want to give Joe, Rogan's props, Joe Rogan props for taking it out because I don't think he does that even a couple years ago. I think he leaves the shit in, and um, and he's done that kind of shit before where he said misinformation and left it on his podcast. So whether it's Spotify or him or, you know, whatever, I'm just glad that that misinformation has gone off of his fucking platform because it's too fucking big for him to be doing shit like that, and he does it too often. What were you going to say, Karen?
2: that's that's true and um uh uh oh i was gonna say uh uh new york update how the radiator been going
1: fine yeah okay yeah everything's fine I, i covered the thing with the wool i opened the windows it's been it got cooler and i think they don't turn it on as high when it's warmer outside okay um so it hasn't been hot as hell in here and if it, it actually last night I actually got a little chilly and I closed the window so it was a Work. progress um but nah, it's, it's fine I'm I'm supposed to be going back to the old place within a, a couple of days from now um waiting on like emails about how that transition works the only thing I'm a little nervous about is I have a package that's going to be arriving possibly after I'm out of this place so mm. I basically got to find out like how can I just check the mail to get my package because I just don't want to not get my package. But you know we're adults and I'll email the person and we'll handle all that shit and I'm sure it'll be fine. So
2: right and take care from there. No problem. No problem. But, I I just asking because I know people people like to hear about about, about your New York. Oh you yeah know? yeah
1: yeah no doubt it's I mean it's been boring lately. I've just been. Once I got a routine, you know, that was everything. I did the laundry thing this morning where the guy came and picked it up, and they'll bring it back tomorrow, Um, you know, keeping everything clean in here. And, uh, you know, uh, I got got a couple boxes because I may mail some stuff home or just when I get ready to go to the next place, I may need the boxes. Um, So... uh, yeah, I, I, everything's good right now, you know, and and everything's cool with work and and all that stuff. So no no major adventures, uh, you know, just just chilling. And okay. I, I I beat Arietta of Spirits today, so.
2: I'm glad you did. I, the thing is, I'm right at that final boss. Yeah, He's tough. Dying. Okay, okay. I thought I was the only one. I was like, oh my gosh, you i keep gotta, dying.
1: So I'll tell you the the thing for me to beat that boss. Uh, you really got to use that B button to do your shield a lot. Like, don't just try to don't try to dodge all of them. Don't try to like, um, uh, like outrun all of them and stuff. You you just use your shield a lot. It's gonna take a while. Uh, I know. I think you said you got it on easy, but I think mm-hmm. even if it's on easy, it's a lot of stuff happening at the same time. It is. And so you really just gotta wear out the waves. And then when it shoots that big ball at you, I don't know if you got to that part,
2: mm-hmm, right? Yeah,
1: you just deflect it with your shield. But you can use it. Your shield can block everything. It can block the asteroids. It can block the monsters, and it can block the projectiles that that thing shoots at you.
2: Also, it blocks everything around you, right? Because you you busy running and they keep hitting you. And I'm like, well, goddamn, how am I?
1: Yeah, the only <laughs> thing I think it can't block is when it makes that gravitational thing in the center of the screen that sucks you in and you, turns you, you into, run yeah from that.
3: that
1: yeah that you just have to run from and it's hard when you're running from it and it's shooting those um those boulder things at you did you uh get all the hearts too or whatever with the collecting the spirits and then using the uh thing to make more I,
2: hearts i think i did okay, i cool. think you can do like three, three or four times three yeah. times yeah Okay. Yeah, I increased my hearts I increased the amount of time uh the the uh, amount of time you can put that uh shield around you. Yeah,
1: four, that, I think is what I meant. Yeah,
2: I I lengthened that several times. Okay. And so okay, no, but just I haven't beat it yet.
1: Yeah, just use the shield. But uh prepare to cry, it's a sad ending. All right. Um
2: Aww. <laughs> I went, I went, oh and uh, before we uh move on, I wanted to uh uh tell uh, newsy I started watching uh, Romantic Killer. Mm-hmm. Baby, that shit is fucking hilarious. Mm. If you love video games, you will love this anime. <laughs> because it's about a girl who's, uh, it's, it's like a role-playing game. You know how sometimes they have a, a role-playing games that are like romantic, where you like pick your partners and all that type of stuff. And so it's, like, her living, like, a real-life, like, role-playing game, and it is fucking hilarious. A lot of video game references and all that stuff. I It's really funny. So thank you, Newsy. I've been having a ball watching that.
1: Cool. Yeah, I've been watching Way of the House Hunters, House Husband Season 2. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, still I'm enjoying that still as good as the first season. Um, Ain't it
2: though? yeah i i really uh really uh enjoy uh the way i I think that's one of my favorite series because like it'd be like 30 minutes you'd be like 30 minutes but then they they break them down in these little short snippets Mm -hmm. and so it make that time. that's why i flew through them because it makes the time go by so fast i enjoy that one
1: um so i forgot what segment what segment are we doing just regular news just regular ass news okay all right so let's do some regular news um Let's see, Amazon is cutting 18,000 jobs in the largest layoffs in e-commerce history.
2: They did a lot of mass hiring and the economy has changed. And I think out of everybody, they had the biggest growth trying to meet all these demands. And now people are still ordering, but it's not the same. Not, not, Not at the same level it was when everybody was in the house. People are starting to go outside of the house now. And so... I think this is a correction because not only them, it's a lot of jobs that uh, a lot of companies that are starting to to cut down or cut back or freeze hiring and all that stuff uh, because they did a mass hiring when everybody was in the house.
1: Maybe. I think think some of it's not even about demand though. I think the economy turned and uh, inflation goes up, right? You got uh, people just... um, not able to afford as much stuff. So that's that's part of it too. But I think a big part of it is companies are like, we're not going to take a loss in the profit area. And one of the easiest ways to offset a loss is cut the people that you pay. Um, you're cutting an expense. And so I think um, we'll see if the quality cuts down. You know, like, are we right. going to see stuff like not as much same day delivery stuff? Are we going to see... Um Go
2: see the three like five I'm, days.
1: Well, we're also seeing them um saying it's gonna impact mainly the retail stores like Amazon Fresh and Amazon Go. Um, mm. so so those are kind of, you know, that like that's a little different than just what you're thinking about when you think of Amazon normally. You're thinking about Am I gonna be able to order something online and get it here in a few days? Um not Amazon you're not thinking Amazon fresh really for most people. Um mm-hmm. so yeah, it's gonna be interesting. And yeah, you're right. It's part of a bunch of major tech companies cutting cost and cutting um uh cutting employment. Uh Salesforce, Apple, Facebook, Parent Company, Meta platforms, Microsoft, Netflix, Peloton, and Twitter are all cutting workers. Um and so yeah, I think it's a combination of everything we just said, the tremendous hiring the uh people going back outside um and then also just the companies often are the ones like we just not taking a loss like netflix had to know at some point profits would not go up forever
2: they're not gonna go up forever eventually you're gonna hit a plateau
1: but the second that it doesn't who the people that pay the cost is you know the 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 employees that come into the office you know the diversity and inclusion folks look at what elon musk is doing to twitter like the people that get to axe the 1st were all the people that that corporations consider to be luxuries right the the people that make it a safe place to work and shit they're like no 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 no. we don't need to be worried about how black people are treated on the platform you can go fact checking mm, i think we're good on fact checking you know
2: yeah that type of things and those are the things that matter, and it's it can become frustrating because I understand from a business perspective, quote unquote, not wanting to take a loss, but also it's one of those things where y'all did this massive amount of hiring because it's, it's a catch 22 because now you could all these people, you're not going to fill these positions, you're going to do a lot of freezing. So what happens to the employees that are left? Like, people don't talk about that. Do y'all work them to death? Do y'all give them more responsibilities? Do y'all have them working longer hours? Do you allow them to work overtime now? Like, those are the things that come into play. And what's going to happen, you're going to have people that that are like, particularly people that have the luxuries, go, no, boss, what you're not going to do is work me to death.
1: Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I think a lot of times people don't have those options to do that shit. It, like, sounds good on paper, but not too many people can just be like, I don't like the the deal that changed and now I'm I'm quitting this job and I'll find somewhere else. Uh, especially when, you know, 18,000 of your coworkers just got laid off. There's a lot of people out there in the job market now that got your same set of skills and you don't want to talk, you know, like, and they say, hey, we're going to need you to do overtime this week. It makes it so that you probably be, you probably just going to do the overtime. Most people are going to be scared. They're not going to be like. You ain't gonna make me do like most people ain't about to yeah, do that. No,
2: no, no. That's why I say it's a luxury to to be in, in a place where you could do that. But most people are just gonna work. Yeah, most people are are gonna. Particularly now, uh, uh, who you put in office matters now since Dave. Uh, a lot of states over the years have chipped at unions and union busting and all that shit. So a lot of the workers' rights and all that shit—you taking a lot of power away from the workers. And so shout out to the people now that's like, no unions actually matter. We actually need somebody to stand up for us in situations like this. So y'all can't just do whatever y'all want to, and we have to pay the consequences for y'all actions.
1: Yeah. So I think you know we like to lionize the worker and the rebellious spirit but i just think in general a lot of people are not necessarily feeling it you know what i mean like there's number. it's like like a. it's like how there's numbers in the stock market there's numbers in the unemployment market there's number you know this this is a great economy but if people don't feel like it's a great economy they're not gonna make choices that that mirror having a great economy you know when people are worried about eggs costing six dollars and gas being this high or whatever the fuck there's a lot less people that are like you know what fuck this i'm about to go out and make a change and you know when we do our broke five broke segment we just literally fucking covered that people are still living check to check you mm-hmm. know, like they're not, they haven't been able to save even in this economy. They haven't been able to get get jobs. We just said a certain X amount of people got working two jobs to make ends meet. Like it's just, what I think you'll see is a class, you'll see a class divide of people that have the luxury to do that shit, but that ain't the vast majority of American workers who have the luxury of, I got a little breathing room. You ain't going to just be, you ain't the boss of me. I'm out, you know? So I think a lot of, and I think also during the pandemic, a lot of people that had those options have used them already. Like, like, you know, like, like, you know, to some of those people, maybe the job they just lost was the job that they made the transition for. It's just, you know, I feel for people. And, and, and mm-hmm. I, I think, um, you know, I understand whether you decide to stay or leave or whatever, I understand yeah. that all this turmoil and these and being at the whim of these companies and their fucking profit margins it's not comfortable for anybody. You know what I mean? Like 18,000 people don't want to hear you be like, "Yeah, man, shit, this is a good market. Go ahead and like Sh-. a lot of them going to be like, like, "Yo, right, I'm scared as fuck right now. I don't know how I'm going to pay my rent." Uh, don't worry about it, the economy is good. Well, that sounds excellent for you.
2: You know what I mean? Right. That's excellent <laughs> for you and if you happen to live in one of these states with Republicans in office that go fuck that unemployment, we going to make it that we going to make it where you can't survive and we going to make it where you can't qualify for shit and we going to make it where you can't own a motherfucking thing. You go I'm unemployed. They go do you got a spouse? Yes, how much your spouse make? You don't qualify. You yeah. know, I'm unemployed. You know, uh let me let, let, let let's look at your bank account. Let's do you do you own a washer or a dryer? Do you own a uh, a, a dishwash oh sell them bitches i got a car oh sell your car you know that's the shit that, that they, they literally tell people to do because they was like oh you literally can't own anything because well you also anything, that's a value
1: also rents are sky high right now too yes. like it's just look game is fucked up right now if you're struggling i get it it's a lot it's a like i just think you know it's aspirational and inspirational stuff that we say to folks at this time and i hope people are able to cash in on those things but also i understand if it's just scary as shit i lost my oh job my twice and it was just scary as shit it wasn't no you know all the all the fucking like it's easy don't worry about it man people just that shit sounded cool on on, ta- on paper when i was fucking applying and shit left and right and trying to figure out how what I was gonna do, it did not help <laughs> at all.
2: <laughs> so, and, it, and it's a full time job to look for a job. I don't right. think you fail to realize that. Like that shit. Is and now eighteen thousand
1: other people gonna be doing the same shit you doing. Like man, it's the way that this shit moves on a whim and just fucking throw people out here is just fucking crazy, man. Like it's. Mm-hmm. You know, you could be doing good and then just one some day some motherfucker somewhere is like, let's cut eighteen thousand people, you know? Um right. Bolsonaro supporters invade Brazil Presidential Palace, Congress, and the Supreme Court. That's right.
2: What's mm-hmm. happening over there?
1: Brazil, they they having their own uh January sixth, or they, as they, they call it or as they call it over there, I believe, uh January sixth, I think so. Um, supporters of Brazil's I don't think pro- that's what I said I'm pretty sure they don't uh, Supporters <laughs> of Brazil's far-right former president uh, Jair Bolsonaro on Sunday Invaded the country's Congress, Presidential Palace And Supreme Court It's a grim echo of the U.S. Capitol invasion Two years ago by fans of former President Donald Trump Yeah, I'm gonna be honest This seems scarier I mean, January 6th was scary but they ain't run up on the motherfucking presidential, like they didn't run up on the White House and the Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. Damn, leftist president, mm-hmm. leftist president Luis Inacio Lula da Silva, who defeated Bolsonaro in the most fraught election in a gener- in a generation last year, announced a federal security intervention in Brasilia lasting until January thirty first. At the capital, security forces initially were overwhelmed by the invaders. In a press conference, he blamed Bolsonaro and complained about a lack of security in the capital, saying authorities had allowed fascists and fanatics to wreak havoc. These vandals, who we call fanatical Nazis, fanatical Stalinists, fanatical fascists, uh, did what has never been done in the history of our country, said Lula, who was on an official trip to Sao Paulo State. Um, Oh, so good for him for not being there all these people who did this will be found and they will be punished now that's what i like to fucking hear the sight of thousands of yellow and green clad protesters running riot in the capital cap months attention following the october 30th vote Bolsonaro, and acolyte of trump's who has yet to concede defeat peddled the false claim that brazil's electronic voting system was prone to fraud spawning a violent movement of election deniers oh that sounds familiar
2: mm-hmm
1: um there was no immediate word from Bolsonaro, who has barely spoken in public since losing the election he flew to florida 48 hours before the end of his mandate and was absent from lula's inauguration yeah this yeah this is that crazy shit man it could happen here like it, it like like i said january 6th could be a trial run i don't think people pay attention you know, like you look at what Kevin McCarthy had to do to become the Speaker of the House and the concessions he had to make to the MAGA Republicans, um, who literally had like Trump on the phone, you know, <laughs> during this oh, shit. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, like um, it's it, it's crazy. I don't want no job that bad. Hmm. I said I don't think I would
2: have wanted the job that bad. Who? That shit, they did that. They did that shit like eight days. They was in there forever.
1: You would have. Who have wanted the job that bad, McCarthy? Yeah, does speak of the, the. Oh, yeah, I guess I mean, but what's the other alternative? I mean, it was, if it's not McCarthy, it's gonna be Jim Jordan or some other some worse motherfucker than him. Like it's not like they was holding out because they was like we want a more moderate Republican. They was holding out because they wanted you know a more MAGA more you know we want to look into hunter biden's laptop ass republican you know
2: right and he compromising it didn't matter Them people didn't want him and yeah, so he, okay they got you there now you ain't got no power one of you the can't com- do shit
1: one of the compromises was like one person it only takes one person to throw his speakership into like jeopardy to challenge him to like like he's a cuck at this point and they cucked his ass and this is honestly what happens when you sell out to Trump? This is the chickens coming home to roost. These people are people that get, got elected on the fact that they don't respect elections and they don't respect the government and they don't respect rules and they don't respect protocol. And this is the legacy that Trump left behind. So like, yeah, dog, you are gonna have to fucking sit at this table because you prepared the meal. And I mean, while it is funny to me and and, and and all that other shit and this, you know, it's karma and all that. Uh, the American people will suffer because these motherfuckers will not be able to pass anything. They're just going to obstruct. Uh, I don't know that compromise will work here because McCarthy has to be the one to bring things to the table for a vote. And if there's anything he does that helps Democrats, he will have at least one person challenge his speakership. So um for the next two years they probably plan to stall everything and if i know anything about the general american public um these motherfuckers will say this is somehow all the democrats fault and why aren't the democrats doing anything because they don't understand how it works they don't care and they're stupid and they'll justify not voting and shit like that for the next couple years because that's what the fuck they do you know so this next at least nine months is going to be a, a struggle for a lot of people. And I would not be shocked if the media and a lot of the voters turn on the Democrats rather than say, when our opportunity comes up, we need to do as much as we can to give the House back to Democrats. Instead, they're going to be saying some shit like, you know, this is why you shouldn't vote and all this dumb shit.
2: Yeah, and it's very it, it 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 makes me upset and it goes back to like you say, a lot of the general population, particularly Americans that are under American education and even grown as adults don't understand just basic civil studies or social studies as they used to call it or maybe still call it they do not understand civics civics Mm -hmm. okay they don't understand how the branches of government works how they impact each other what these things mean who passes just the simple like you like you ain't got to know everything but 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 of like the basic the basic Mm -hmm. simple shit and why we have three branches of government and a purpose and a reason for it's
1: not even just i mean we are stupid but it's not even it's even worse than that the, the media is complicit. I actually didn't even post this tweet, but I took screenshots of the headlines that were written about McCarthy getting, a, getting the uh, Speaker of the House role, right? Um, and here's a couple of them. Uh, I'll just read them. But uh, this one's from the Wall Street Journal. How a tense late night push finally won McCarthy the Speaker's gavel. Okay. This one is from the Washington Post. How Kevin McCarthy survived the GOP revolt to become House Speaker. And what I thought about that was it is shocking how it's not, it's, the title isn't essentially what a shit show this was. This has never happened before. Boss. This man is a weak leader. This man can. This man will get nothing done. Um, the Trump Republicans were able to derail the whole party and like, if this would have happened to Nancy Pelosi, those headlines would not have just been like how she persevered. They would have been like, she should not have a job. She lost control of the house. That's what they would say. But it's funny because the double standard is right there. And it's already been seen as like a triumph or like a hardship. He overcame as opposed to, oh, this is an obvious sign that the 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 inmates are running the asylum here,
2: yes, and the thing is, like I say, and it frustrates me because this uh two weeks journey we do been on with them is fucking ridiculous, and the same the 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 thing that a lot of the uh public talk about the Democrats do you go no, 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 do you know that the government couldn't fucking run? While they was doing all this goddamn voting, they couldn't do shit mm-hmm. because they kept fucking around. We couldn't get shit passed. We were just fucking wasting time day after day after day after day there were people they needed to be sworn in they couldn't get fucking sworn in because you didn't have a person in doing the job because they want to fuck around and throw their votes everywhere and just delay 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 and this is a prime example of them not doing shit and i want them fuckers hell, goddamn accountable this should not have happened it doesn't make sense it should not have happened this is a prime example of them not doing shit. And guess what? This is just to speak of the House. So what comes when it's time to rip up the budget? What comes when it's time for very very important shit that's going to affect stall. the whole country? They're going to stall. Nothing's going to get done. Right. And then these stupid ass motherfuckers out there are going to be like the Democrats didn't do shit. No, bitch, it's up to them. They are the problem.
1: Yeah, it's just, it's, it's sad because you can already see what's going to happen. You can already see. Um, But yeah, it'll somehow come down to the people, you know, tapping out again instead of being like, we got to double down. And of course, you know, um, this is also a result of a lot of gerrymandering. Yes. The fact that these Republicans are even the ones that were able to derail the party, I guarantee you in the districts that these people live in, you can't get elected if you're a moderate Republican or a sensible candidate. You can only get elected if you're batshit crazy to the right, because They don't. That's what those constituents want after you gerrymander shit so hard. Uh, One Person No Vote um, is a great book. I suggest everybody read it. It's not that long, but it's extremely educational and it tells you how things got so out of control for right right wing uh politics because you gerrymander so that you only have conservative people in a district and conservative people eventually skew to QAnon right wing batshit conservative crazy and then you got Marjorie Taylor Greene and you got, you know, Lauren Berbur and shit and they're not worried about losing their seat because they're like this crazy shit that y'all think is just like fucking up the party is exactly what my people want so all right um let's see Utah oh jl kelvin's ears just perked up utah's porn sniffing dog dies after putting numerous offenders behind bars
2: he can sniff porn
1: apparently so the office's earl was the name of the dog like Hmm? only talk 83 the fuck is this (laughs) (laughs) right oh no this you've been on uh (laughs) Daughterswap.com Uh this he's sick, officer, lock him up. Uh Weber County Sheriff's Office Earl U R L Earl was the fourth dog in the country to be certified and trained as a electronic storage detection canine. Detective Cameron Hartman and the K-9 completed more than 200 search warrants where they obtained digital evidence for cases that mostly involve child sexual exploitation material and or child sex abuse material. So they can
2: material. smell the kids on it? I don't, I, what's happening here?
1: I'm assuming they can smell like a hard drive or something. So maybe people that have like child porn and shit try to hide the drives or something and then the dog the smells. Odor although i like i wonder if the pedophile person with the like for a second they'd be confident because they'd be like let's get the dog and they like i ain't got no drugs <laughs> looks like somebody is going home and they're like it's a porn sniffing dog no, no.
2: <laughs> my kryptonite not the porn sniffing dog oh well, the porn sniffing dog would catch a lot of people then. he
1: had it in a plastic baggie in the toilet uh chamber we got him earl strikes again uh, the list of remarkable finds for the K9 include a USB drive disguised as a key on a key ring full of keys. A micro oh, SD card, in a closed that's a key. Goddamn. Mm-hmm. A micro S
2: D Oh, SD... probably cause they uh I uh I know you're probably gonna tell me, but probably cause they might just be creative with the way they do it. They was like, we we can't see it with our naked eyes, so we got to get something that's like that 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 don't belong there.
1: That's what I would guess. I mean, I figured whatever's happening is that the I, like my guess is because obviously i don't know but my guess is whoever's into this deep world of child porn is probably they probably have a bunch of shit that's just predicated on hiding shit i mean what, right. what else could okay. it be i mean you can't right. and you they, know. and they
2: must know like certain techniques or familiar they was like well you know this is what the key smell like i mean i don't know like, I, like, I, I, mean, I, no,
1: is- I don't think i don't know about all that i just i think they probably just have it where it smells like what a hard drive is made of, and it can and shit that doesn't conventionally shit that doesn't conventionally look like a hard drive, like, but okay, smells like it. The dog would find, but a human probably wouldn't.
2: Okay, okay, I'm with you next. I was like, wow.
1: Yeah. So, um, yeah, the
2: um. Like Berber, this is sticky. I think it has porn on it.
1: No, nah, I, I don't think that's how it would work. Cause I mean. <laughs> obviously everybody has sperm and jacks off when with dudes so you the dog would just be smelling everything in a house
2: that's what i'm saying
1: so it's so it's not that so it's not that it has to be the hard drive (laughs) material it's the only thing that makes sense anyway um so they found uh, a usb drive disguised as a key on a key ring full of keys, a micro SD card in a closed baby food jar in a small pencil box full of other items that was inside of a large cedar chest, an SD card on a shelf, a cell phone hidden in a book, and even cell cell phone parts hidden in a wall behind a toilet at Weber County Jail.
2: Woo! They is like, I'm hiding this by any means necessary. Man,
1: how bad do you need I mean, I guess I'll never understand, but how bad you need to jack off to child porn that you got to go through all that
2: to, to see it? The dogs on you.
1: No, that's not what I was going to say. I'm saying <laughs> you got to go through all that to watch your porn. Damn, like Oh, I want to jack off. All right, let me go into the safe inside the wood. See the closet. Open up the toilet. Grab the key. Put together the the seven the seven parts to this USB drive, and then
2: let me solve this Rubik's cube to get to get to the drive in the center of it.
1: Like, goddamn, what the fuck, fam? Like, this is. I know some people like I got the porn under the under the bed or some shit. These motherfuckers is on some
2: like I got Batman shit.
1: Like they got a. Hit the clock at the right angle in the fucking study and then slide down a pole into the back cave. Um the
2: cave apparently.
1: The almost eight year old police dog recovered dozens of critical pieces of digital evidence that otherwise would have been overlooked. Earl also provided emotional support to officers working in the stressful realm of child exploitation. And oh yeah, cause you yeah you would need that. Like if my job is. causing me to see the suffering of children i might need an emotional support dog you know what i mean (laughs) like uh, like something gonna have to get me through this day because oh lord no mm -mm. Uh, and also emotional support to the children who were scared uh scared during the search warrants Earl and his handler Hartman worked with many law enforcement agencies.
2: Oh, that's right, because y'all going in there, and then sometimes a lot of times there's children in the house. Mm-hmm. I didn't even think about that. Why y'all in there rampaging? And, and some of these children may even be victims. You never know.
1: So he became a porn sniffing dog. He made several appearances on local, national, international news. Uh, Earl was interviewed by actor Terry Crews and was featured on the longest running reality TV show, Cops, in June 2017, as well as being featured on CNN as the pound puppet who turned police porn dog. Um, so, yeah, rest in peace to a real one. Mm-hmm. I hear saving the babies and I guess uh, all the other porn dogs coming up behind him. Now, also, it's Utah. So Utah got weird. Hang-ups about porn in the first place, so... Right. You know, hopefully he wasn't a dirty dog, he wasn't playing evidence, so they weren't misusing them on just regular porn and being like, you going to jail. I hope not. No one should jack off. We Latter-day Saints. Um Speaking of porn, Louisiana begins requiring government ID to access online porn.
2: No. I... Stop this bullshit. <laughs> what's gonna happen when this gets hacked? Right. That's why I say no. Just let it be open, cause cause it's definitely gonna get hacked. Right. Anything that has a and so it's it's like why? So basically, you're doing this so people go, "Well, I just won't get the porn Then, like, is that the alternate alternative choice? I just won't get the pawn. Yeah, I, I don't want my name in a fucking list for somebody to hack.
1: I just. What's going to happen when they get hacked? Because it's definitely getting hacked. I don't trust.
2: Because people know it exists. Yeah. And so everything
1: everything with the government gets hacked all the time, taking for ransom, all kinds of shit. Now, the good news is we'll get to finally see what some of these elected officials that are anti porn and anti LGBT, we'll get to see what they jack off to because that's clearly going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> like, they're always getting uh, hoisted on their own uh, petard with this with this kind of bullshit. <laughs> and uh I'm, I'm assuming they're gonna be hoisted like fuck uh when when, when in, a, in a in a six months from now where they be like did you know the governor of of louisiana was jacking off the feet yeah. uh he was jacking yeah. off the interracial trans feet porn or some shit and you yeah. be like isn't he against all that
2: Name somebody right
1: it's like but that's that's his entire that's the opposite of his entire platform he won off his own it's like right and that's all he can get it up to you know uh, but yes, that's, that's House Bill One Forty Two requires adult sites to screen visitors via reasonable age verification or face legal consequences. And the law signed all the way back in June and effective as of January First, Twenty Twenty Three defines reasonable age verification rather narrowly. Going on the good old days of agree to eighteen or input your birth year, you got to uh, you got to present a digitized ID card based on a form of government ID or simply well, show that government on
2: site no
1: or simply show their government-issued ID, a vague third option also allows companies to use any commercially reasonable method that relies on public or private transactional data to verify the age of the person. So, in theory, porn sites or third-party services could mine users' credit card, insurance, employment, bank, or other financial information to find verifiable proof of age, which some already do, but for the most part, adult sites will probably stick to driver's licenses. So... Yep. Louisiana allows digital driver's licenses through the state's LA Wallet Initiative and app is via that LA wallet system that popular porn sites like Pornhub, UPorn, and RedTube appear to be newly verifying users' ages. At allpastrust.com, users can connect with LA Wallet to account on all three platforms and a link to the adult sites directly to the same page as demonstrated from this tweet from a Louisiana-based lawyer. So all right. Good luck good luck everybody this is who y'all be voting for right um let's see oh tj holmes estranged wife Lee, breaks her silence
2: yeah we haven't heard anything from
1: her mm-hmm. we it's been it's, it's it's been quiet on these streets yeah. Um and he ain't been quiet. He been he been out here he be out in, the in the streets. Okay. He's been out here thotting around. Uh bopping. yeah. So uh she hit out at homes, lack of discretion, respect, and sensitivity as a twelve year marriage has publicly crumbled. mm Um so yeah during the holiday season and in light of the challenging times oh actually you know what this don't feel right hold on let me let me do this during the holiday season in light of the challenging times Lee's sole focus has remained on the overall best interest of her nine-year-old daughter said attorney stephanie lemon to that end, TJ's lawyer and I have been working together to move their divorce forward privately, expeditiously, and amicably as possible. Uh, notwithstanding, we continue to be disappointed by TJ's lack of discretion—or discretion, or as I call it—by uh, his, his lack of discretion. By
2: his, by by his out here being community penis
1: uh yeah respect and sensitivity towards Lee and the party's daughter Lee has been touched by the outpouring of support and looks forward to a new beginning in the new year you know what's crazy is i i ain't really seen no support from Lee. like i you know i'd love to say that there's been a lot to see her get this this black woman get all this support and love but i've mostly been seeing people either cackling at it or you know the being like you know uh, they must be in love I haven't seen a lot of like that poor black woman you know
2: Mm-mm. the baby gorgeous
1: I mean there's three gorgeous people you know and uh, and, and TJ and uh, Amy's baby gonna be gorgeous too okay
2: mm-hmm. you know what's coming
1: alright This just just <laughs>
2: uh, but yeah
1: oh man poor Mary Lee man no one cares about her in this you know Whole thing. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's move into another segment. Um. May we do a little bit of uh, wait? What time is it? It sounds like we're gonna be doing some guess the race because I want to see the end of this game. So. It's time to guess the race.
2: It's time to guess the race
4: it's time to guess the race it's time to guess
1: the race that's right guess the race time where we go all around the globe find different articles and guess the race of the people involved uh today's contestants uh karen is gonna be guessing and of course uh she's a big honking racist and of course the chat room will be playing along and (laughs) spoiler alert if you heard this one before but they're a bunch of racist pieces of shit as well um let's go (laughs) ahead and get into the first article uh it's a sad day tire shop employee killed by a customer who thought the car was being stolen let's see if can you
4: hear this can
3: you hear
1: that karen
2: yes okay thank you All right. I
3: can hear. a family is in mourning and a man is in jail after a deadly auto repair shop shooting channel 2 was first on the scene at Decab industrial way outside Decatur please say a tires plus customer shot a worker and then ran channel 2's Veronica Griffin lied there on the scene tonight Veronica please say the shooter thought the worker was a thief
4: That's right, that's according to police. Now police also told us that when the suspect took off on foot, he was picked up not too far from here. A distraught employee standing where his co-worker was fatally shot Saturday afternoon, shot while on the job. A bystander who says he was friends with the victim talked to Channel 2 Action News off camera.
1: You can't even feel safe at work, for real. It's just, I mean, it's sad,
4: man. The friend shared this photo of the victim, 24-year-old Daniel Gordon, DeKalb County Police say Gordon was an employee of this Tire Plus and that he wasn't just on the job, he was gunned down while trying to do his job. Investigators say Gordon was attempting to test drive this car to check the condition of its brakes. This after the owner brought it in requesting just that. Investigators say the owner, 30-year-old Quadarius McDowell, apparently didn't realize the test drive had been assigned to Gordon. Thinking Gordon was a thief, McDowell opened fire. Shots from a handgun rang out multiple times.
1: It's such that somebody so ambitious can be caught in a situation that was just so random.
4: Gordon is described by his friend as a hard worker who was just trying to make his way through life. A life cut short on the very last day of the year. It's sad that you can't even call this the wrong place at the wrong time
1: type situation. Like, right. It's literally you at work. All right,
4: Karen. live oh. Where flowers were left this evening
1: i think that's enough all right karen guess the race black karen's going with black all right let's check the chat room and see what their creative uh creative guesses will be i have a a hint that it's probably gonna be racist uh let's see uh da 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 uh i heard an apostrophe in name so negra uh damn it niggas black black was in the way to was on the way to Waffle house after shooting black paranoid picking it <laughs> <I> who <know. laughs> uh scary who are we guessing the shooter yeah the shooter obviously um all right the guesses are in everyone said the same thing they said Cordarius is black and the correct answer is black because he, he was black guys Cordarius mcdowell there he is everybody and uh of course uh let me play the sound effects for the clapping um what's crazy is he took it to the shop like you did
2: you brought it to the shop to to get exactly this done what is wrong with people you could have asked him but like hey man you, you 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 doing my car he'd be like yeah you'd be like oh okay and kept the truck and you was like no you're trying to steal my shit but you dropped it off at the place
1: you took it to the shop is all i'm saying the you there
2: at the place dog what are you doing he was probably in uniform the fuck is this
1: wow he really break
2: some form of he uniform. really breaking into
1: my car with the keys i just handed to the dude <laughs> like yeah if, what was he gonna what was he gonna do if he shoot up the whole garage when they started working on it hey nigga uh. what you doing with them brakes you better break yourself you know, like
2: sir you, you mean, told us to work on should. the brakes i mean i mean are they gonna have to call the porn sniffing dog what the fuck is this you got in that car that's that important
1: yeah oh my god now you going to prison probably yes you are you know i can't imagine um yeah, I, I can't imagine you not going to going to prison for that shit. Like,
2: mm-hmm. and this, this is what happened when you had these states to be like, "You know what? You could have gone. No, you could you know what you can't want to." All right.
1: Yeah. All right, next. Um Anderson. uh so this dude, uh Connor Patrick Anderson, a patron at the bar called Smiles at uh, the it's in Palm Coast, got angry with his girlfriend at midnight on Sunday morning. Then he pulled out a gun at another patron, threatened her, and started shooting inside the pub, even as other patrons and the bartender attempted to subdue him. He ran out after firing off a half dozen rounds, but no, <gasps> somehow no one was hit. Wow. Anderson, a 30-year-old resident, uh, was arrested and faces a dozen charges, including numerous felony charges of aggravated assault and shooting inside of a dwelling. Anderson's anger was traced back to a moment earlier that night when he and his girlfriend at the bowling alley where he got into a fight with another patron there. His girlfriend convinced him to leave, and both of them went to Smile's nightclub. But Anderson's anger persisted. Once at the bar, he demanded to have the keys to his truck. There are various accounts as to what happened next. In, uh, in one account, his girlfriend went to the bathroom, heard a gunshot, and when she came out, found Anderson held down on the ground by patrons before he freed himself and ran out, but not before shooting several times into the bar. In another account, after his girlfriend went to the bathroom, Anderson went outside, kicked it, came back with with a gun, held a woman at gunpoint, and in a chokehold. The woman was able to maneuver herself out of his grip as David Giloni, the bartender, jumped over the bar and tackled Anderson to the ground, with other patrons helping, saving the woman. Surveillance footage from Smiles released that day shows the violence of the incident, Anderson attacking a woman at the bar, apparently unprovoked. Then the bartender and patrons coming to a defense and ensuing uh, struggles. Anderson managed to free himself, got up, weighed a gun around a 9mm Glock and fired it before running out. He was hiding in the woods nearby as the deputies arrived, searching for him. Uh, having established a perimeter in the area, deputies found him in a ditch, the gun near him, and he took possession of his Ford F-150 truck. Six 9mm cases were found inside the bar, which was shut down for the rest of that night as detectives investigated it's amazing this dirt bag did not kill or seriously injure anyone during his, this moment of rage over something as small as his car keys. Violence is never the answer. Alcohol and guns never mix well, said Sheriff Rick Staley. Uh, you know, the
2: swag, uh, when they be passing them stupid-ass laws, talking about uh, you can bring guns and bars. Bitch, what? Alcohol and guns do not mix.
1: Also, like, low-key, this is why I'm not really on board with the, like, if you overserve somebody at a bar, quote unquote, you should be arrested. If they go out and fucking crash their car or something, because drunk people don't make great decisions, right? And even like we, you don't know what the fuck happened when the bartender's like, "Hey, I gotta cut you off, motherfucker, shoot you or some weird shit like that." And now is that on my head too? You know, it's just it's crazy. And also, you don't even know who's driving, so. Right,
2: right. <laughs> so how are you held accountable?
1: Like I have no power, but I assume all the risk. <laughs> I also come commend- in. Mm-hmm.
2: Because they like you got to blame somebody.
1: Right. I also come in the patrons, they intervened and immediately called us, putting them- themselves in danger in this case saved so many lives. Um uh, Anderson is being held on five hundred forty two thousand dollars bond in county jail. Uh so Karen, guess the race.
4: Right.
1: All right, Karen saying Connor Anderson is white. Let's check the chat room and see what they believe. Barney, Fife, and Mr. Magoo had a son but didn't die white. F-150 equal white. <laughs> SS of the Empire Storm was white. E- Enveloping white. This <laughs> this sounds like the opening of the 80s action movie. White, 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 white. Correct the answer is white. Connor Anderson definitely sounds like a white name, you know? Uh, so that uh, kind of makes sense. Sound
2: like somebody that needs anger management training. Or, oh, yeah. Like, that definitely therapy. sounds
1: like if he did that shit, who knows what the fuck else he done did. Yes, sir. You know? Um, all right. Well, Karen, you're two for two so far. So let's uh get Yay. you into the bonus round over here.
4: What time is that? How
0: can I be racist about anybody or anything in my life? How can I? Call them niggas. Just call them niggas. The
4: gold time to Gold, chain, it's wearing it's fried chicken and biscuit, it's eating it's monkey, ate
0: bamboo, big guy, fast running, high jumping spear, chucking, 360 degree basketball.
1: Dunking. All right. Flying on one former current former and current hammocks hoa board members arrested for theft and racketeering
2: some mm-hmm. people would say that's See, people have problems with hoa they mm-hmm. use them still this is a prime example where people go no yeah some people would say that's exactly what hoas do Oh, yes. <laughs> Theft and racketeering, And then turn around. I don't pay my
1: fees. If y'all won't put a lien on my house. Get the fuck out of here. Right. Uh, they be like that. They are the mafia, you know? <laughs> they, they are the mafia. Um But, yeah, this is Miami Dade. Let me see if I can play the audio. Or if not, I'll just read it because I'm not 100
4: Several former and current okay. members of the Hammocks Homeowners Association are now in trouble with the law, accused of stealing funds from that association. NBC 6s Amanda Placencia joins us live in Miami with the details. Amanda?
3: Yes, Jackie, and I can tell you this arrest affidavit is almost fifty pages long, and it's filled with allegations of stealing and fraud involving former and current board members of the Hanex Homeowners Association.
2: Oh. These someone are the five people no accused
3: of being involved in the theft. What'd you say, Karen?
2: As I some of them say former, and some of them might not even live in the neighborhood no more. Mm-hmm
3: of millions of dollars in HOA funds from the hammocks community. We knew that something was definitely wrong. You cannot come from one day to, to another and increase almost 400% our association fees. This all came to a head when residents of the hammocks were slapped with an almost quadruple increase in their monthly association fee. After various legal battles, HOA President Margley Gallego, her husband Jose Antonio Gonzalez, Monica Gallardi, Miriam Rogers and your Lopez are facing serious charges from racketeering to grand theft and money laundering. Gallego had already been arrested last year and is facing added charges of organized fraud and fabricating physical evidence.
4: It is alleged that the individuals taken into custody today transformed the homeowners association into a criminal enterprise intended to benefit certain board members their relatives, and their relatives' businesses.
3: In the arrest affidavit, Gallegos and her husband are accused of using HOA funds for their personal expenses, surveillance outside their home, and receiving over $2 million, with various checks written to his five shell businesses as a vendor. The affidavit also states that the hammocks community has been funding... How much is the HOA?
2: Wow. They'd be like, we need these flowers done. No, you don't. Uh, the the pool leaking. That bitch is going to have to leak. They be racking up money like
1: that. I didn't know HOAs be getting it like that. Oh, my yeah, God. And,
2: and they're supposed to take the money and, and do shit. Like I, I said, know, the yeah. flowers, the roofs, the trees. Like, that shit is not cheap. But I didn't know
1: it cost $2 million. Damn. Wow. They need a, a, a way of the house husband in their neighborhood. He would have got this shit <laughs> yeah. taken
2: care of. <laughs> they got all their money back. Right.
3: Gallego's legal fights, too, over $250,000 to date.
4: These defendants were responsible to work for the benefit of the entirety of the homeowners, but instead, they diverted the money of hard working families, retirees, their neighbors into the pockets of Miss Gallego and her husband.
3: A lawyer for the association had previously said that they hadn't raised rates in seven years, but these allegations show that more may have been going on behind the scenes. The Hammocks Community Association oversees 40 communities in West Kendall and over 6,500 units. Residents had tried to oust the board during recent elections, but that attempt failed as residents say they weren't allowed to properly vote. The homeowners wow. had got together to lawyer up and sue the board.
4: It's always concerned us because the lack of transparency. Hey, they we they wanted to find me. out about, our about our financial money. documents. We wanted to attend meetings, and we were always very suspicious because we couldn't gain access to anything. So uh, a lot of us are feeling like for once we get our voices heard, We get a chance for some people to have accountability. We really feel like we've been abused for many, many years.
3: Now, there is a civil hearing this Thursday for litigation against this HOA board. We did reach out to the attorney who represents the board, and they had no comment at this time. Live in Miami.
1: How do you get your money back is the main question I would have.
2: Can you get your money back? Right.
1: Because I would want my motherfucking money back, dog. All right, Karen, guess the race.
2: Who we guessing the race of all the people on the board?
1: Yeah, it is two races. I'll give you a hint.
2: White and Latino, Latinx. Because I I was, I was, you know, it was Mm -hmm. going down the 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 Hispanic train, and all of a sudden it was one random white name. I was like, oh, that sound white.
1: Yeah, that Miriam Rogers threw everything on. Matter of fact, you know what? Y'all y'all all all gonna get this right. I know. Uh, So.
2: It was
4: like, one of these things is
1: doing his own thing. One of these things do not
4: belong. Yeah. like, where they
1: come from? Uh, and I don't, they don't have like a one still picture of the Oh, wait, here we go. Alright, I found it. Give me one second. I'll show y'all what they look like. But they all look like they could be white passing too. You know what I mean? Mm. Like white passing Latinx but, or Latino mm. or Hispanic or whatever. Don't metal face, don't DM me. Uh, but yeah, just they. Uh, so from a glance, when I first saw this this thing without hearing it or reading i was like oh was some white people was turned into the mafia on these motherfuckers at the hoa i read down
2: them names i was like mm.
1: yeah especially names she sound was kind of she was reading it with that spice rolling them r's yeah, and shit it with that
2: spice. I said, she was oh. rolling them r's i was
1: like oh okay i ain't no need to play guest of race on this one she telling us mm-hmm. everything we need to know with the motherfucking <laughs> with that accent you pronouncing
2: it properly
1: all right y'all last story sword ratchetness <laughs> Big Lake man. I assume Big Lake is a is an area I'm in Alaska, apparently. Um, so, Big Lake man arrested for domestic assault with a sword. Um, a Big Lake man was arrested for intentionally attacking a member of his household using a sword. Uh, a call was made around 10:20 p.m. to the Department of Public Safety regarding a domestic violence assault as a, at a resident near Rogers Courts in Boone Way in Big Lake. Upon investigation, responding officers learned that 39-year-old Jason Daniel Gray had been in an argument with a member of his household when he intentionally cut the person's finger using a sword. He then attempted to leave the location of the assault. Troopers stopped him near the residence and arrested him. The weapon was not recovered from the scene. Um, McDaniel said that the victim was taken off, taken to an area hospital for treatment of non-serious injuries sustained from the one-inch thick blade. Gray was arrested and charged with second and third degree assault, and was booked into the Matsu Pretrial Facility, where he is held without bail. Mm-mm-mm. We cutting our fingers in the house now.
2: Ooh, no! Thank you. What happened to
1: agree to disagree? Oh come on. Okay. Don't be the first to. Point the finger or cut the finger. (laughs) All right, y'all. That's it for today's episode. Time to go see if the Hornets can beat the Pacers. I just got the alert that they was up three going into the fourth. So I don't know. I don't know who these guys are that replaced the Hornets, but uh, I'm loving what I'm seeing right now. So me too. All right, y'all. We'll be back later on in the week. Until next time, I love you. Me too. Mwah,
2: mwah.